So here's to a uh, second episode of me podcast. Um, today I'm going to be talking about the new Grand, well, say new Grand Theft Auto is basically a reboot um, of the old. Um, bit of an issue with this one, isn't it, guys? Because uh, you know this, they're saying that they're bringing back um, Grand Theft Auto 2, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and San Andreas. Um, and as we know, it's being a uh, complete clusterfuck, basically. Um, it's it, What I find baffling is the fact that, you know, these developers are, <laughs> are charging £60, you know, um, maybe a bit more in US dollars, but they, um, they're charging pretty much full price for a game that's broke. Um, a game that's more or less original um, so to me looking at it from a customer's perspective playing this game you kind of think to yourself right you know this is an old game this is a game that's already been made this is a game that's already been built surely there should have been enough play testing there to clarify exactly how many bugs there are there's probably be enough time to quickly windle in and have a look at some of these bugs now i know that they're going to do an update on it and they'll fix the wrongs and whatnot but i just think it's a just a cash and grab you know they've found a way to just kind of exploit the gamer basically they think you know a lot of gamers like their retro games and uh here's a golden opportunity to you know throw an old game on the shelves and tweak the graphics slightly is good enough um this is a thing as well. Like I, th- I believe firmly, if they're bringing back an old game, you know, all polished, um, a game that looks slightly more attractive than the original, then they should at least um, incorporate some new features that um, will draw people in. You know, make it more exciting. Because to me, when something is re- redone of a, of a, of an original, you'll play it. To me. Well, you know, we all think differently. But to me, I'll play it a handful of times and I'll be like, well, all that for nothing sort of thing. But I just I just think it's mad. I just think it's absolutely crazy the fact that they can put this game on the shelf knowing damn well that it needed a bit more tinkering. It needed a bit more observation, um, going through quality control to you know chuck on the shelves to say look guys you know here's a you know here's a game that we played years and years ago that blew our minds you know i i you know i remember to this day i remember bunking a week off college um i got paid at a little weekend job at john lewis um in a warehouse um got paid a little bit extra because we went on a five-week program with a little bit of bonus and uh, I remember buying that. What else did I buy? I think there was another game. I don't know if it was about the time Sonic and 2 was around. Or well, I might have bought that after. But I, you know, I remember getting Grand Theft Auto. I remember ringing in every day at college saying I might be in today. Not very well. Throwing up everywhere. I think I've got a, uh, a flu or some sort of virus. And. Uh, yeah, just spent the whole week playing Grand Theft Auto um, from the morning till early hours in the morning um, and so forth. Um, but yeah, just, just 
even when you look back, you know, it, it was probably cutting edge for its time on PS2. When that game first came out, it, it was mind-blowing. Um, you know, it was a fantastic game. Um, it's just a shame uh, for it to be remastered, to be just told that it's, it's, it's basically a load of, load of crap. Because in some respects it's not. You know, it is a classic and, you know, it's going to be remembered as one of the video game greats, uh, especially San Andreas. One of my favourite Grand Theft Autos of all time, to be honest. Um, had so much fun playing that back in the day. But I just, I firmly believe that they got to do something with these video games of remakes. Um, see, myself, you know, when they, uh, prime example, when they brought Resident Evil 2 out again, um, graphic enhancements. You know, they changed the gameplay a bit. It showed myself, it brought in a lot of interest. And um, they've done a fantastic job with it. And this is what I want to see. I don't really want to see um, the original bit by bit. You know, the graphics, how graphics change. Because the problem is you bring the original, the difficulty and detail is going to be minuscule because they're just copying what the original had. I mean, with the technology and advancements now, they can add so much more to the game. So they could bring back an old game and they could chuck extra features in it, you know, um, make the city slightly bigger, um, extra buildings, new vehicles, um, better interaction, um, and, and so forth. But, you know, it's it's kind of like the situation, you know, with, with Cyberpunk. Now, you know, that... When you look... When you take all the... Well, it's hard to take all the bugs out because there's so many, but... When you put the bugs to one side... It, it was... To a degree, it's a groundbreaking game. It's, you know, it is a good game. Um, it's the bugs that let it down. It's the bugs that's caused the problem. It's the... Um, lack of intuition from the developers um, that are not putting what all the wrongs and making them right. You know, they're saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to do an update. We're going to do this." Every update that Gaten's had has been broke. They've done the last major, massive update. Well, yeah, yeah, this is the update. We've done it now. Um, so I was like, "Oh, do you know what? I'm going to buy it because I held back and held back. Had it for PC." I couldn't play it because I just thought to myself, well, there's too many bugs. Um, it's not worth the time. I want to play a game that I'm going to enjoy, that I feel is worth the time and effort because the developers have actually put time and effort to make that game as perfect as it can be. You know, it's not well and truly perfect, and you're always going to have your issues and your bugs and your problems, um, but they could have done a bit more with it. And then it's the same with the so-called PS5 update, which they said it was going to happen this year. Now they're holding it back and saying that we ain't going to see that for another five, six months. And then it might, you know, increase to um, more time. Um, but it's something that they they could have done a lot better 
they could have made a better name for themselves and they probably would have had um, maybe a bigger audience, a bigger fan base because you know the word gets out, bad press and the problem with bad press, you know, it gives you a bad name now I'll go back to uh, my last podcast when I was talking about when you buy your games don't always listen to um, the reviewer you know, your IGN, your game spots, you know, um, official PlayStation magazine. Now, they may, they may review a game and they might hit it so low they just think to themselves, you know what, I was hyped for this game and I'm massively disappointed. So they'll, they'll just bombard it with a low score. On the other hand, they might bombard it with a massive score. They might be overhyped. You know, it's catch-22. But that's the perspective and opinion of a reviewer. This, you know, and this is the mindset of everybody. Like, don't just decide not to buy a game because you've seen a review and it's, you know, it's, it's poor. You know, if you get a chance, if one of your friends have bought the game, ask them questions about it. You know, get get their kind of insight um, into believing what what that game's all about, or even YouTube. You always get people that are just just your average, normal, everyday guys. They've gone to the shop, they've bought that game, and they just want to express their view and opinion um, from a normal, everyday, normal, everyday person, basically. But, you know, if you don't take these risks, um, you, you never know what that game's going to end up being like. You know, if you're fortunate enough for somebody else to play it, got every chance of having an understanding oh don't like looks of that game oh that's picked me off I don't want to buy it so you don't but you know at the same time it's there's a case of just um, enjoying your games um, taking a gamble from time to time getting out of your comfort zone maybe once in a while um, playing something else it's not something you have to do it's not something that you know need to do it's just 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 an opinion basically um but i think that a lot of these reboots remakes um they need to spend more time they need to think about the game first right you know Developers sitting there and be like, "Oh, I remember this game on PS2. Okay, you know, how how well did it do? Oh yeah, it was fantastic. It was outstanding. They reviewed it. They they hit it hard with reviews. Um, so you got to do everything in your power to make that game as good as it was before, or even better, um, because." I mean that is that is that is the main that is the problem that is the key. But also, I believe that with these with these games as well, it's yeah. I mean, they need to be more polished. I think they need to go through a better quality control um, scenario. So you know, they may have to delay that game a little bit more than what they have been. Um, they need to reduce the amount of annual releases 
Um, one of one of the worst ones for it is Call of Duty. Now, some people might say, "Oh yeah, but this year's good." And some will say, "Year before, oh yeah, you know, year before it's really good Call of Duty, and year before that, and you know, some of you might like like it." And every, everybody's got their own perspective on Call of Duty. There's some people out there that will love it and they'll stand by it year in year out, even though some years it's absolute tosh. Um, that, that's the way it is because it's got a massive fan base um, and that's one of those situations where it hasn't got a um, it hasn't got that oh well, you know it's just it's kind of just put it in perspective really but at the same time I think that with these reboots um, remasters they need to find a way to get more input from the consumer so rather than developers you're right you know I want to remake this game and this is how it's gonna be I think that you should just say right you know what let's get the consumers view let's see their insight and what they believe should happen and what what they believe that should be put in that original code think that doing that the game's got more chance being worthy of a better source of acknowledgement but also gives it a chance for you know people that work within these companies a chance to um kind of get past all the teething problems you know um that's what we're hoping for we're hoping for kind of a new revolution in gaming you know Hopefully it's going to get better, but only time will tell. But you know, that's my uh, that's my little rant. That's my little talk over and done with today. Um, hope you guys are staying well. Hope you're having a fantastic evening wherever you are in the world. And um, carry on enjoying the evening. And uh, I will give you another podcast. At this week at some point I'm not putting an exact date on it but it could be towards the end of the week I think now rather than um, beforehand uh, I think I need to write more content that's that's a problem nowadays is so you know when you're doing streaming when you're doing podcasting it's uh, just keeping that content out there uh, trying to make the people happy so, you know, if you've got any selective criticism in my streams or, you know, in my, on my podcasts, you know, it's always nice to know. Because um, one, you can improve it, and two, you know, you've got more, a bit more control over the whole situation. But again, take care, guys, and uh, I will speak soon.